Well, what's happening, everyone? This is Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist, and I am so glad that you're joining us again for another wonderful edition of We Nation Radio. That's right, We Nation, the best and family-friendly global beats for little feet. We stands for Watoto Entertainment and Education, and Watoto is a Swahili word that means children. And we bring you the best in R&B, hip-hop, funk, jazz, reggae, go-go, calypso, African world rhythms, and more, all for children 0 to 12. You can find more about us by going to our website at uh, wenationradio.com. That's not the right web website. That's my website. You can, go, you can follow us at wenationradio.com. Uh, or go to We Nation Radio or, or email us at music at we nationradio.com. And then you can follow us on all of our social media platforms at We Nation with two E's. So don't forget to follow us and uh, and you can learn more and more about, about what we do. And of course, we have our companion, which is We Nation Podcast. And that's what this is. This is where we bring you awesome, I guess, stories. Uh, behind the scenes work by those who are doing amazing work for children and families all around the world. And today I am so honored. We're going to stay right here in the DMV area, right here in Washington, D.C. I am so honored to have uh, the opportunity to work with this uh, excellent organization. Uh, one of the, the program directors reached out to me, who's who's my first guest today, the one and only Davina, Davida Brown, uh, with uh, the organization, of course, with the nation's capital chapter of Jack and Jill of America Incorporated. Welcome to We Nation Radio. Thank you so much, Uncle Devin, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, and I should say We Nation Podcast. This is the podcast that's companion to the radio station. So tell us, first okay. of all, a little bit about uh, you know your role with the organization and talk to us a little bit about this project and a little bit about the organization. Perfect. So again, happy to be here. So let me tell you a bit about uh, Jack and Jill of America, Inc. So Jack and Jill boasts 252 chapters nationwide, representing more than 40,000 family members. We are an organization of mothers with children's ages 2 through 19, and we are dedicated to nurturing future African-American leaders by strengthening children through leadership development, volunteer service, philanthropic giving, and civic duty. Now, each chapter plans annual uh, program activities guided under uh, five general principles that we call programmatic thrusts, cultural awareness, educational development, health, civic, and social recreational areas. Now, I am with the nation's capital chapter of Jack and Jill of America. We are located in Washington, D.C. We are one of two chapters in Washington, D.C. I currently serve as the program director, and I am under the esteemed leadership of our chapter president, Shundali Cost, and our chapter is a member of the Eastern Region under the under the leadership of Melinda Alexis Hayes. So that's a little bit about Jack and Jill and the nation's capital chapter. That is awesome. And thank you. And thank you to all the leadership that uh, makes the organization what it is. And thank you for being here today. And I believe you also have another one of your members. Is it Barbara Mitchell? Uh, yes, Chair yes. Barbara. And I want yep. to bring her yep. on board and we can talk a little bit more, introduce her to the program. Welcome to We Nation Podcast. It's my honor. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Okay. And talk a little bit about your um, involvement with the organization and with this project. 
Absolutely. So my name is Barbara Mitchell, and I serve as the Gavel Club counselor for the nation's capital chapter of our Gavel Club, and I co-lead with Carlin Hunter. And we've had an amazing time getting to know the kids who we lovingly call Gavaliers that participate in the Gavel Club. And so there are about 10 of the children that participate. And, you know, really it's been a labor of love. I was asked to co-lead the uh, Gavel Club with Carlin Hunter and also serve as the chair and the legislative liaison for the chapter as well. And so if you talk to any mother, especially any black mother, you know, you have to kind of overlap. So I was interested in allowing uh, the gavel club or the gavaliers to start doing some advocacy so that I could kind of mark two things off, if you will, right, be leading right. them, yes. <laughs> but also be meeting our legislative uh, advocacy goals. And so that's mm -hmm. kind of how we merge the two interests together. Okay, wonderful. And so let's get into what we what 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 this project is all about, and bring in uh, some of the uh, awesome young minds that have helped to make this project what it is. I want uh, and Davida, you can help me uh, make sure we introduce everyone. But I know we have um, Kai Corbett coming to us. We'll introduce them in just a moment. Uh, Riley Jarman and uh, and Simone Grant Brown. Welcome to yes. We Nation. Welcome to We Nation podcast. Yes, so these are some of you know our bright stars yes. in our chapter inside. And so Kai Corbin, he actually served as the past president for our Gavel Club, and he's um, served as an outstanding president and is passionate about um, public speaking. And so we certainly wanted him to come on and and share uh, what he's done in this area with DC statehood and. Then we also have Riley, who, again, is also a shining star and has been just outstanding as she's developed over the year as a Gavalier. And then Simone Grant Brown, now she wears two hats. She is also a Gavalier, but she also uh, contributed to the D.C. statehood song. So she was okay. able to participate in both aspects of the initiative. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be uh, playing the song as a part of this podcast. We won't do it here right now, so you may not hear it. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But I want to know what uh, each one of you all's role was either in the song or the overall project. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with uh, Simone. I want you to introduce yourself. Tell us what grade you're in and where do you live? Hi, my name is Simone Grant Brown. I live in Washington, D.C., District of Columbia, and I am in grade six. Wonderful. And what role did you play in this uh, uh, D.C. statehood project? Well, in the D.C. statehood song, I was in the chorus. And then at the end of the song, I did a little bit of words. Oh, well, now talk a little bit about your experience with being that. Have you um, recorded before? Was this your first time recording or have you had experience with this? This was my first time recording and it was actually a really great experience and yes. I'm glad that I could do it. Yeah, it's something that you'll you'll remember for the rest of your life, but you'll never really know how many people you're touching uh, with your song. And that's the beauty of music. Music just takes a life of its own. OK, thank you for that. And let me go to uh, Riley. Uh, share with us a little bit about you know your, what grade you're in, where you live, and what role did you play in this project? Hi, my name is Riley Jarman. I'm in eighth grade, and I'm from Colonial Village, Washington, D.C., in Ward 4. 
Okay, I'm a Ward 4 resident. Yes, I'm in Riggs Park. Okay. All right. And um, and what role did you play in this project? My role was to present examples of different arguments against DC statehood. Oh, so it's like a debate almost. Yes. That's a great way of learning. And what did you learn? Give me one thing that you learned. What's one of the arguments, if, if I can put you on the spot, if it's too much, don't worry about it. What's one of the arguments for and what's one of the arguments against? Can you think of one, two real quick? Hmm. One argument against D.C. statehood is that it would require a constitutional amendment or that it violates the 23rd Amendment. Ah, OK. OK, that's great. And then, uh, well, I think I'm going to leave it there and we'll, we'll come back and we'll add and talk a little bit more because eventually I'm going to ask each one of you your thoughts about D.C. statehood. Um, but let's go over to Kyle, uh, Kyrie. Did I, did I hit that right, Kyrie? Um, Kyrie. Hey, I'm sorry, Kai. You know what? I said it, I said it right the first time. How did I, how did I mess that up again? Uh, so, Kai, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you live, and what role did you play in this project? Um, I'm Kai Corbett. I'm in the seventh grade. I live in Ward 5. And what I did was I kind of stated how people in these people care about our tax money and our military service, yet don't really care about our statehood or what we think matters. Wow. That is powerful. So they care about all this other stuff, but when it comes to our rights, uh, they just kind of ignore that. Okay. Yeah. All right. And um, so let me, I'm just going to ask some general questions and then I'm going to talk a little bit about the song and, and, and the role that I played in that as well, but not, not it ain't about me. It's about you all. Um, why do you believe, and I guess I'll, I'll start with you, uh, uh, Simone, and we'll, we'll work our way around. Why do you believe um, that children should know about Emancipation Day or about D.C. statehood? Why do you think that's important? I think people should, I think children should know about D.C. Emancipation Day just because that is the day when 3,000 slaves had been freed by Abraham Lincoln. And I just think that's really powerful and that all children in the world should know that. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And, and, and a lot of people don't really realize a lot of that history. And there's so much history that we can go in. I'm a history buff. Um, I used to be a youth director for young folks your age. And I said, you know, my thing is always sharing with them information that they can they can pass on to to others. And so, OK, thank you so much for that. Let's see. Let's go down. Let's continue. Um, Riley, I'm going to ask you the next question. Um, what um, do you feel that students should be aware of the movement for D.C. statehood? And if so, why? I feel that they should, because I feel that they I feel that this movement is for the sake of their futures. And I don't think it's very fair that D.C. is the only entity within the United States whose citizens are taxed without sharing the full rights and privileges of citizenship. So in other words, D.C. citizens are taxed like a state without actually being a state. So I don't think that's very fair to the citizens of D.C. I don't I just don't think that's very yeah. fair. And and I and I hope that other children that are watching this or other people that are watching this really understand that we here in Washington, D.C., don't have a representation in Congress. Uh, we don't have a vote. And that all the other states uh, pretty much can dictate and, and do dictate the laws 
uh, or have to um, approve the laws that we have here in the in the District of Columbia. So that was um, thank you for sharing that, Riley. And and, and Carrie, I ask you yourself, why why do you think this whole movement is important, um, and why do you think other uh, students should be aware of it? Well, I feel as though due to the fact that politicians know kids' voices are influential, they don't want other my peers to get the chance to do things like these activities. Um, and I feel as though kids should have a choice to do important activities like this to help influence their, their countries. And so they can, when they grow up, they can work and know how to do this and have an example on how to do this. Absolutely. David, I'm going to come back to you um, and I'm going to come back to these awesome uh, young people in just a minute. Talk about the song. What who came up with the idea of creating the song and how did that all come about? Oh, I think you're still on mute. Oh, so there you go. Mm -hmm. Yep, I, I am back. Mm -hmm. So I came up with the idea to have a song. So as you know, uh, Go Go Music is the official music of the District of Columbia. Again, I am a resident of D.C. I grew up in D.C. And so it's something that is just close to my heart, go-go music. And so as, as, as one of the things we do as a chapter is we, we think of innovative programming for our kids. And in particular, we do like to highlight um, cultural facts, right, to, 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 um, to have our kids experience culture. And so one of the things that my daughter and I thought about is we thought about a program uh, for her grade group and Jack and Jill, you know, we do have multiple grade groups for our kids. And so we thought about having a go-go activity for uh, her grade group and then for my son's grade group. And actually my son's grade group chose this as an idea. And so I thought, well, why not just expose them to go-go music? But again, in talking with Barbara, who again is, is a co-chair for the Gavel Club, she is a legislative liaison uh, and handles advocacy initiatives for the chapter. I thought, let's take that, let's couple that with her initiatives centered around DC Emancipation Day. And why not have a song about it that would be fun for the kids that they can create using go-go music as the backdrop. So that was sort of how all of that came together in terms of me going from just having the idea of the song to it, you know, to enhancing it, to, to work with all of the other uh, initiatives around statehood. All right. And for those that are just tuning in, you're listening to We Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. And I have the awesome team um, around the nation's capital chapter of Jack and Jill of America Incorporated um, and their students and their gavaliers, I think is what it's called. Right. Some all of them gavaliers or. Every single one of them. And you have to excuse me. I am beaming with pride. They are just <laughs> doing it. I'm like, yes. Representing. And when we. That's right. They are just making me so proud. I, and when we have a moment, I'd love to tell you a little bit about the Gavel Club, just so that Please. you can know probably why I'm first out of my skin right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, please go ahead and uh, share a little bit about that. Okay, so the Gavel Club actually is an affiliate of Toastmasters International. Okay. And so for your listeners and for your viewers, I'm sure they are fully aware of what 
the Toastmasters International brand is, and that they are well known for creating leaders and really giving adults the public speaking tools that they need to be uh, successful, but also move up in their own careers. And so Toastmasters International was interested in creating a similar curriculum that could focus on children. And so that's why they have a gavel club. And the Eastern region of Jack and Jill of America really focuses on this uh, because they do want to create, as uh, Mother DeVita just spoke about, real leaders. And so we were excited to get this thing stood up. And so they are really just utilizing all these techniques. I'm checking it off in my head like, yes, perfect. And I'm just so very proud of them. And they, uh, when you'll see, they do an amazing job at taking the Gavel Club curriculum and really making a persuasive speech that intersects with who they are as people, right? Yeah. They are our children who are the next generation. And if we are not successful at making DC 51st state, it's gonna be up to them. And yeah. so I'm just so proud of them because they are persuasive. I saw your eyebrow going up like, really? Is that true? And my, my girls and my boy, they are just giving you the facts and they know all about it. And they're persuading you just like they've been taught. Great. That is excellent. And and not only just how they've been taught, but I can tell it's more than just them regurgitating information. This is something that they know they've studied. They are that this is a part of them. And that, that's what I love about what I'm hearing about that. Um, and so, you know, um, uh, Davida, you had uh, reached out to me. And for those those of you who have been listening to we, we, we Nation Radio and the Uncle Devin show know that I grew up go go music. Um, I grew up in C. Pleasant, Maryland, although I was born in Washington, D.C. and came back to D.C. in 2000, uh, really in 1998. But I breathed go-go music my entire life. So when you asked me to create a rhythm, a go-go rhythm for this project, it, it, it really it came to me so easily. And knowing that the other part of it is that how I use my music to be able to um, uplift. Because I've not I've not been one to really play a lot of just regular music um, for the sake of it. It's got to have a purpose. So this was a great experience for me. And so again, we will be sharing with the audience the song as a part of this particular part. So um, I know that um, Simone, you said that you were part of the actual song. Um, and so David, I want you to talk a little bit. Uh, you, we, I created mm -hmm. the, the the music, and then you brought children in, and you work with other. Who else did you work with to help bring this about? And uh, I think Herb White or whomever else was also sure. helpful in this. Hmm? Sure. So let me elaborate on that. So, of course, we started with you. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I tasked you with coming up with just a great go-go beat that was reminiscent of the go-go music that you and I probably heard many, 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 many years ago, right? Because right, we know right. go-go music has changed a, a bit over the decades. Yes. Uh, so we started there. And then with the grade group, so what we did, it's a, let me step back. So with Jack and Jill, typically for every program, we have multiple moms that help to bring that idea to fruition with the children. And so what we did was we took that go-go beat we had a program where, again, we highlighted uh, Google Music, just the culture, the artistry of, of that music. And then afterwards, we said, you know what, guys, let's, let's, let's create some lyrics to this wonderful beat we've created, all focused on D.C. statehood. And so what we did was we had 
a brainstorming session, what I would call a whiteboarding session where the kids just threw out lots and lots of ideas about DC. You'll hear them in the song. And we had, so Kai's mom was not on camera now, but she helped and a couple of the other moms helped. And we helped, you know, sort of tease out different things that the kids uh, like about the city. We also talked about some of the issues that Kai and Riley and Simone talked about in terms of statehood. And then we sort of put that all together and then came up with the verses for the song. Now, I, with Simone and Grant, we had worked on the hook for the song just so that we could kind of move it along a little bit, but the kids all participated in helping create the verses for the song. And then we worked with Herb White, who is a fantastic producer. He was so great with the kids and you know, letting all of them wear the headphones to get before the mic and to really do their piece. And then he put it all together. And what we now have is a fantastic DC Statehood Gogo song. And I tell you, I could not be prouder of the work that yeah. these kids did to put that together. It was a great experience for them and, and for me as well. Yes, you all should be proud. Um, this is a great project and a great learning experience for you, especially about Gogo music. And I'm gonna ask each one of you, uh, the, the, the students, um, I know you grew up in D.C. and Gogo has, you know, I don't know how much experience you've had with Gogo music. Tell us a little bit about do, do you like Gogo music or because um, uh, I'm also I'm always curious to know how it's changing, especially for the young folks. Tell me a little bit. Do, do you um, tell me one 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 thing you like about Gogo music? I'll ask. I'll start with you, Simone. Um, one thing that I like about Gogo music is the beat and how it can be paired with so many different types of genres in music. So like Gogo music can be paired off with gospel music and R&B, and there's like so many different genres and it's just like really cool. Wonderful. Okay, and I hope you didn't take all the rest of their answers. How about you, Riley? I personally haven't had much experience with Gogo music, sure. but I like how I first like the beats, and yes. second, I like how when you think of DC, you usually think of go-go music. So I like the representation it has. Yes. Okay. All right, Kai. How about you? Well, my mom loves go-go music, so I had I've had a lot of exposure, and I like the call and response aspect to it, yeah. like how when you're listening to go-go, you kind of get to participate too, which is a fun little aspect of it. Thank you. And, and all that's great. And see, and one of the things that I'm doing now, now that you all know, is that I'm going to be releasing which what, what might be the very first ever children's go-go album. It's called uh, Uncle Devin's In the Pocket. And, um, and I'm trying to share all different types of history about go-go music, but it's primarily for children zero to 12. Because if we plant that seed in them at an earlier stage, then when they get older, they will take it to a whole nother level. And I think that's one of the things that we did not do in my generation. We didn't do a good enough job making sure that the, the children related to this music. It was more so for teenagers and adults and all. But um, so I'm, I can't wait to um, to be able to display that. And one of the songs, um, I don't know if they've shared it with you, it was called a uh, Go Go Fun Day. And uh, this song spoke about the history of Easter Monday. Are any of you familiar with the very particular uh, history of Easter Monday in Washington, D.C.? I, I know, it used to be something that the school system 
used to really celebrate. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll just tell you so we can continue on. But the Easter Monday, and I'll just, I'm just going to say the very first part of the song that I that I meant, uh, that I wrote. It says, in, 18, in 1871, the White House had an Easter egg roll. It's an, it's a, an annual event to celebrate the holiday, but blacks weren't allowed to go. Instead of being sad, we all got together and went to the National Zoo. For over 100 years in the nation's capital, families went there with their crew. And so and I used the go-go rhythm to talk about that. And it's connected with statehood and with discrimination and with, uh, you know, not, uh, not being treated fairly. And so I use go-go music to not only talk about that history, but also to do what you all are doing, creating wonderful learning experiences and making it fun for everyone. So I want to thank you all for being here. I am so excited about this. Uh, and also there's something coming up on on Emancipation Day itself. Davida, you want to share, share that with us? And I'm actually going to turn that over to Chair Barbara because that yes. was really her vision. So please take it away, Chair Barbara. Please share. Listen, I don't think it was my vision. I think we mashed up and we just kept getting excited. We Every time we get on the phone, well, what about this aspect? What about that aspect? And so it's morphed into something that I think we and the chapter are really proud of. We are going to do a mashup. So we are going to take that amazing chorus that you all made, that amazing beat, and then every every verse, all of the gaveliers are going to have a moment to speak and give a little truncated uh, portion of their speech. And so it is really exciting to have both of those elements. I think when uh, Davida was talking about it, she was being a little bit humble. Uh, you know, as the program director, she makes sure that there's continuity and, you know, uh, a program that makes sense. And so while we did decide to team up, it would only make sense that there are opportunities for all the children to understand this important advocacy on each level. And so it just was a beautiful marriage. And we've been, I've been working them a little hard. I, I felt like I was in Beyonce when I was like, all right, do it again and again and again, you know, so, um, but, but they are ready and they will do good. And I, and you know what, Uncle Devin, I gotta tell you, a win for me is that they know it like right now. I don't care if they, you know, their eyes go like this on Friday or Saturday. They know this and they will know it forever. Yes. And when and they wrote their speeches, they wrote them themselves. And so while I did help to create the two second sound bites that you're hearing, those are their words. So they know it. And to your point about making sure that we make sure the kids understand the significance of this stuff. They fully understand it, whether they're like, oh, my goodness, here comes Miss Barbara again. They know it. <laughs> and so wherever they go to school, whatever they do in their careers, they're going to know this and they're going to be able to represent for D.C. Absolutely. And if anyone wants to know more about this and follow you or to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, they certainly so, can. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, so right there, you've got it on the screen. Mm -hmm. We have okay. our social media handles. We also have an amazing uh, corresponding secretary and media team that's able to get our QR code together. So all of the statehood materials will be available on specific sections of our website. And so if people are interested in what we do as a chapter, they can you know look at these handles that you have on the screen or they can just look at the materials that we created as a chapter and these children have spearheaded 
by using the QR codes on the different uh, pages that we have. Sure. And then for those, and, and Uncle, who, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Davida. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, Uncle Devin, I encourage all of your listeners to please come out, come yes. out to the DC Emancipation Day Parade, uh, to the concert that follows. Our kids will be performing as as Chair Barbara just mentioned, uh, during that concert. We are so excited. We want to celebrate them. We want to celebrate just the history and meaning of DC Emancipation Day. This is such an important topic for DC residents. We want your listeners in other states to really take the time to understand the importance of this issue. Because as residents, we want to have the same rights as others enjoy in other states. We pay thousands and thousands of dollars in taxes yes. and it really is important that we have a voice in the federal laws that govern us so that's our passion that's 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 really what this is all about our kids are passionate about it we're passionate about it and we want your listeners to yes. be passionate about it Hillcrest, y'all, Petworth, Capitol Hill, and Acacia, Northeast, Southeast, and Southwest, Chalk Brown Way, you know it's the Northwest. Half Smoked Mumbo's also food, too, and the Kearney out, there's one near you. Like media, art, and technology. Georgetown, GW, Howard. 
that's a university for me and you. Me pay the U.S. tax, lots of money, no voice in Congress. Man, that's not funny. When you pay taxes, you should have a say in all the laws that run the U.S.A. So again, for those that are listening, um, uh, audio only, um, you can go to Facebook, IG, or Twitter at Nations Cap, uh, C A P, J J O A for Jack and Jill of America. So that's Nations Cap J J O A, and also the uh, website. I know that you have the general website, which is Nations Capital Jack and Jill Do you have a specific one for the DC chapter, or do you want them to go there and then they can uh, find you um, on the on the main page? Well, well, that website is is our specific. Oh, okay. That is, oh, yes, there's that's a, right. yep, there's course, a separate Jack and Jill be. of America. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Of course it will be. Look and listen to me. So yeah, go to Nations Capital, um, Nations Capital Jack and Jill.org, and you can find more information out uh, from them there. So thank you all so much for being uh, a guest on We Nation Radio. This station primarily focuses on children and their families, so a lot of people will be able to learn a lot from what you all are doing. I hope to be able to uh, see you all out there. I'm going to try to see if I can make it out there and, and just so I can uh, learn and I can uh, network with you all. So thank you so much for your time, and thank you for being awesome guests here on We Nation Radio. And so there you have it. This is Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist on We Nation Podcast. What an awesome show. Um, you heard from the wonderful people of the nation's capitals chapter of Jack and Jill of America Incorporated and some of the awesome work that they're doing, the civic work that they're doing, uh, working with young people. And they gave me an opportunity to play some music so that children can educate people about the importance of D.C. statehood. So listen, you can find more about We Nation Radio uh, by going to our website at WeNationRadio.com with two E's. Or you can also email us if you have any comments or questions at music at WeNationRadio.com. And you can go to our social media pages uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at WeNationRadio with two E's. Well, listen, I am Uncle Devin, the children's drum drum cushionist. Thank you so much for being here. And as I always say, just remember that life is a drum. So beat it.